Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to Two Minute Warning. This is the high-paced American football podcast in which the time is in short supply, but the opinions of me and that way, Jez, certainly are not. Uh, we're on to episode 88. Uh, yeah, we're into week nine. Crikey, crikey, crikey. We're halfway through, almost anyway. Um, how are you, Jez? What's happening? I'm good. Yeah, I've uh, as you can can see, I'm in my new my new room now, and everything's like different from when it was last week. I've got my new laptop, and everything is is good in that front. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm good. Everything's fine. Uh, I uh, I will say I'm a lot better than than you are weather wise as well. Uh, you had a yes. a bit of a monsoon yesterday, which is why we couldn't record on our on our Thursday slot, but. Yeah, it, it, it's Friday evening here, um, uh, and a lot of people that would have watched the news here in the UK would have known that, yes, okay, it rains in Wales, but by goodness, did it rain in Wales yesterday and uh, yesterday evening. A lot of people affected by flooding, which is awful news. Um, a lot of the communities affected, but hey, it's Wales. We're resilient. This is the NFL what a setup you have now created for two minute warning. It's very, very swish. And it looks like you've got a, a Chinese takeaway cat in the background. I do. Knocking on the door. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. I mean, that that's not what they're actually called. They're not called Chinese takeaway cats. They're, uh, they're, um, they're called lucky cats and they actually bring lucky you fortune. Uh, and next to him, yes. I've got a, a cat hiding in a, in a box that takes your money. So, Hey, hey, hey! It's it's all it's all feng shui or something like that. Mm, right? Yeah, and uh, you'll notice right here, although it's slightly out of shot. I'll bring it in closely. I've all I've right, got a, I've got my little little friend always behind me now, always, always close, always, yeah, yeah, always yeah, ready, absolutely. And that that does provide the perfect opportunity for you to recap on our week eight predictions. So let's let the folks know. Yeah, so untimed down, as always. We're not going to start the clock for this one. No. Uh, wasn't the best week for you, to be honest. Never uh, is, you, never you, is. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but if you're going to come out there and, and slate yourself, then go for it. Yeah, you only managed five, which is, um, I think, ungood is, is the term. Um, it's ungood. I got nine, which isn't stellar, but it is it's slightly respectable compared to yours at least so yes. yeah uh and then we had our you bet to add on to that first one was from the dolphins lions game the question was will there be more than five touchdowns scored in the game by both teams combined we both said yes there were seven touchdowns combined point each and then the other you bet was from the Packers-Bills game. The question was, would Josh Allen connect with his wide receivers for over 300 yards? Which was very specific. I, I, I mean, it didn't matter because uh, he didn't get enough yards anyway. But I would have had to eliminate yards to running backs because of the wording of that question. So didn't really think that through at the time. Uh, and <laughs> will Rogers throw at least two interceptions? We both said yes. Allen only got 280 yards 
full stop, regardless of who it was to. Uh, and Rogers only threw one interception, so no point for either of us there. Uh, that brings the week eight total to Jez 10, Matt 6. And the year-to-day total to Jez 81. I don't have that many fingers because I'm not a uh, I'm not a mutant. Uh, and uh, you're on 67. So the gap grows even further once again. Yeah, well, I'm almost at that, you know, magic number. Eh? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's, you, yeah, it's, you know it's, what to do if, if you uh, want that magic number. You've got to have an even worse week this week than you had last week. I, I, I very do, yeah. And only it, get absolutely, two right. Just, I, I, I can't see that being the case. Um, however, yes, one of, one of my um, now six was uh, me calling the Patriots to beat the Jets, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... But yeah, that's that, that was you, something interesting coming out of the week. Even a blind squirrel will find a nut once in a while, Matt. That's, uh, I think, uh, as absolutely, the saying goes. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And you know all about squirrels, right? I do, yeah. Yeah, I've got some right here, for example. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, it is a widening gap, but hey... It's all for the fun of it, right? It was fun for me anyway. I don't know if you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> Frankly, at this stage, I, 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 I don't I, care. I always I always enjoy this show, Jez. I always enjoy it. We've been going for far too long now. Uh, yeah, it's it's something that breathes fresh life into the um, young weekend. Well, you know, never, you know, let it be said that that you're not a glutton for punishment, and uh, <laughs> I think that's definitely the case. Uh, Absolutely. But that that kind of segues us nicely into uh, our our first two minutes of the day, because uh, the glutton for punishment Houston Texans hosted the Philadelphia Eagles uh, last night as a recording on Thursday Night Football, and they fell 29-17 to the undefeated Philadelphia team. Was this what we were expecting, or were we expecting better from the Texans? Let's let's talk about it. Here's our first two minutes of the day. I mean, what what do we actually expect from the Texans, right? I mean, they've got a awful record this year. I think they've got what is it, one win, one win season? Yeah. I mean, that's that's dire as it is, and it is the still undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I guess it's the team to watch, right? Because Jalen Hurts is going to put the hurt on the rest of the year, surely. Put the hurt on the Texans last night. Like you said, uh, a fairly, I want to say comfortable win, but 12 points isn't massively overstating how they uh, came out 8 and 0 for the first time in franchise history for Philadelphia and well I went Eagles yes I went Eagles as well so that's an easy point for uh, for week 9 for us each to to kick things off now I don't think it was quite the the drubbing that we were expecting and you know what the the Texans played really well in the first half they 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 kept it even for for a good amount of time and i think much to philadelphia's <clears throat> chagrin i think they have set a blueprint 
for how you can beat the Eagles. Not that they did it, but they showed the chinks in the armor for the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's on the ground. It's the running game. The Damian Pierce did really well on the ground. Um, and Davis Mills managed to supplement that with some some pretty good passes and, and complete some some passes to his receivers. So if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm starting to think about how I can switch up my game now and especially plug some of those holes uh, on the defensive line because, uh, yeah, for the uh, Texans to run all over them like they did, I would be very, very worried. Yeah, yeah. But like we said, I think um, as expected, for sure. Definitely as expected. Yeah, yeah. No no surprises. No upsets. No. We didn't call the upset. No. We... We call it as it as it was, and we each got a point for and, it. And I, I think, you know, the the Buckies are now calling um, the Eagles as one of the front runners to go all the way to Super Bowl. Um, I mean, eight and zero this point in the season. Yeah, yeah. There are some terrible teams in the NFC. I'm I'm not sure there is anybody really who can stop them. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, they they might come a cropper in the Super Bowl against the AFC. There's a lot of strong teams in the AFC, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll have and, to see. And, and I think you you're right. There is is the NFC seems weaker this year round, especially compared to the competitiveness that comes out of the AFC. Uh, and and that segues quite nicely to uh, a couple of um, a couple of teams in the AFC. Uh, it's our first of our Sunday games, 6pm. Yes, it's back to 6pm, folks, because America have put their clocks back, or at least will be doing so. It's 1pm Eastern. It's the Colts travelling to New England to play the New England Patriots. So let's put two minutes up on the clock. Absolutely, yes, yeah. And while the Thursday night game was quite straightforward and we have seen the Thursday night game really kind of set the tone for the week, the kind of theme of the week, uh, I thought the theme was going to be <clears throat> straightforward, we know who's going to win type deals. This one isn't quite as straightforward because both of these teams are bad in their own special way. Um, the, the Patriots defense has been carrying the team. I think that's fair to say. Um, and, the, when you look at the, the Patriots' defense, the one weak spot that they do have is the running game. So could this finally be the day that Jonathan Taylor goes off? Uh, I, I'm hoping it is. I'm begging for it because I keep saying this every week. It's got to happen at some point. Let this be the week, uh, and it will be great for my fantasy team. Uh, the other little tidbit, uh, as I will quickly say, Patriots win. Turns out that uh, Sam Erlinger their new QB. It's actually pronounced Ellinger, Sam Ellinger. And I've been saying that wrong since he was in college. So, so sorry about that, Sam. <laughs> yeah. And for the game they played against the Jets, the Patriots did impress me in a very scrappy game. Um, Matt Jones just needs to get out of that pocket a bit more. He just needs to, he can't do you know, that. Look, <laughs> um, I think the Patriots need to re-look at veteran wideouts, uh, a bit more experience, um, especially if they want to challenge 
in the bigger games and go for the big one overall. Uh, Colts, for me, have just been a letdown. Three, four, and one. Um, and very little hope of improving that this week. Now, usually I'd say, well, I'm not going to go for the Patriots, but for what they did last week against the Jets, I'm going Patriots win. Yeah, and I'm going to discuss the Jets and, and what's happened to them when we, we get to their game a bit later, but uh, thoroughly disappointing from my point of view that uh, the Jets couldn't do anything really to, to deal with the Patriots last week. Uh, what has not been thoroughly disappointing week on week uh, is the demise of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, and long may that continue. Hopefully we'll see that again this week when the Packers travel to Detroit to take on the Lions. Two minutes up. Here we go. Yeah, so I, I guess this is a case of as bad as Green Bay have been, this shouldn't, or rather should be, a certain win. But the Lions still have a little bit of fight. They seem to have the scrappiness, the determined attitude. Uh, and Jared Goff, after all, who can put that ball about. Uh, Lions will have to put the pressure on Aaron Rodgers and co, I guess, if they even stand a chance of getting an upset win here. Um, I just feel that even for all of the mistakes Green Bay and Rodgers and his crew are making this year. I just think they are too strong against this Detroit Lions team this season. So I'm going out there and I'm going to put a Packers win up. I mean, when you look at this, it should be the Packers. Like it, yeah. it seems like another straightforward one uh, that we should be picking. And I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, it, there should be a lot of points scored in this game. The Lions are 32nd in pass defense, um, but the, it's not like the Packers have really been explosive on offense to do anything about that this year. Uh, for the Lions, uh, Jared Goff is averaging 270 yards a game and, and has had 12 touchdowns on the year, which is good, especially for Goff. Um, yeah. And the Packers D have been porous, but they did make things difficult for Josh Allen they picked him off twice um I think the main thing here is that neither team can run uh, can stop the run and so we could see these fairly decent backfields go for a, a running back shootout as it were like a run out or a run off or whatever you want to call it I think it's time the Lions show me something I'm going for a Lions victory upset oh. Oof, oof, oof. That is controversial um, in, in a sense. I know you hate the Packers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been picking them when, when I think they're going to win, though. I just think that they haven't got it, and the Lions are going to do the bidness. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It could be very much a case of the Lions come out roaring against the Packers. Um, there's no roar, but there is a lightning bolt and a bird of some form anyway it's so, the next up on our schedule it's a very tenuous segue <laughs> i've got to say <laughs> absolutely uh we've got the chargers traveling all the way to atlanta to play the falcons let's put two minutes up yeah so 
the Chargers doing my head in a little bit. They're a bad team disguised as a good team, but at the same time, they're a good team disguised as a bad team. Like I just can't make any sense of what they're doing. Uh, injuries are certainly killing them, uh, and and that is a big problem for them. But I, I, what are you? Can you decide and either be bad or good and not keep <laughs> being both at the same time? Uh, this is an interesting one in that each team's offensive preference is their opponent's weakness. Uh, the Falcons love to run the ball, and the Chargers cannot do a damn thing to stop that. They're uh, 32nd in the league, and they allow almost six yards a carry. The Chargers love to pass, and especially if uh, if they get uh, Keenan Allen back this week as well. And the Falcons just have got nothing at all in that area. They've allowed uh, an average of 307 yards per game in 2022, which is also last in the league. Um not as straightforward as some of the other games. Uh, it could be wide open. I'm going to go Falcons. Yeah, and I, I think you're right here in, in the case of this game could be one of those games that are really on the flip of a coin. Um, both have major issues and absolutely no consistency, considering we're now very much into that halfway point of the season. Uh, Falcons, sure, yeah, they've probably got the better quarterback, but on that other side of that coin, Chargers have the better receivers, right? Uh, that's my opinion. That's what I'm sticking with. Um, I just think here that uh, regardless of, of whatever may be, the stats that the Falcons hold on defense, I think Chargers win. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of variation in in picks across yes. this week. Uh, I think that is a very difficult one to call. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, moving Absolutely. on, uh, we're we're going back to the uh, the AFC again, and we're going to go and see the Buffalo Bills who themselves are putting on a good campaign. And it's time to talk about those Jets and what happened against the Patriots. So here's two minutes, and let's do that. Yeah, so this is a case of the battle of the top two in the AFC East, and very well could be the one that determines top spot overall. Um, Jets, like you have mentioned, got found out by a very average, and I quite easily say that, a very average New England Patriots team. Yet the Bills are just rolling, um, especially again this year, with their sights set on the big prize. Bucky's, I mentioned the Eagles, the Bills are in that contention of a Bills-Eagles Super Bowl mm. coming off the bat. Um, that's a case of Time will tell, and we're only halfway through. A lot could go wrong, but for me, this is a Bills win. Yeah, I think even before the Jets were showed up last week, this was going to be a Bills win, because you've got the Bills, the Chiefs, the Eagles, and then you've got the rest of the league, and there's just no no real comparison with those three teams at the top. Um, so... 
I did note last week that for the Jets, the the defense and the running game were preventing the need for for Zach Wilson to step up. But with the the injuries in the Jets' backfield, Wilson really did need to step up against the Patriots, but just couldn't. Was completely ineffective, and that seems to be his story at the moment. There are people calling for his head and asking for Joe Flacco in, which uh, is is not good for a second second or third year. I can't remember how long he's been in the league now. Um, yeah, I mean the early fairy tale ending that that we were getting from the Jets. It could be crashing down before our eyes uh, hopefully the defence can make it interesting for Allen and co but it's it's a Bills victory for me yeah I, I and I think that's that's the case of the Bills that currently uh, however it may seem have that control of the AFC East I just think right now with with Josh Allen and and everything, all the pieces they've put in the last year or so now um, is coming to uh, coming to fruition. So yeah, they they stand a good chance. They they beat the Chiefs um, earlier on this year mm-hmm. uh, and and have a lot to prove. I guess be their first Super Bowl in a very long time. Yeah, and something that went kind of under the radar and, and almost went completely unnoticed is the fact that uh, the Bills traded for uh, Naheem Himes, Naheem Hines yes, from the Colts. Uh, I only really mm-hmm. discovered that today. Uh, it's, they kept that very quiet, so hopefully they can... I say hopefully, I don't really care, but hopefully they can uh, improve the, the backfield as well between him and Singletary. That's a, a pretty dangerous proposition. Yeah, it's it's one of those other building blocks in the wall, isn't it? That that they seem to pick up, like you said, under the radar quite quietly about that in in, in business. Now that we've gone past the trade deadline as well, so mm. it's it's interesting what they're doing. Uh, certainly, a team to watch going forward into this second half of the season. Absolutely, but we we have long exhausted our uh, our two minutes and, and we take, have we have taken uh, the we, mickey we, a little we bit talk, we talk about the bills far too often uh, for, for our sins however next up on our slates we've got the minnesota vikings traveling to the washington commanders let's put two minutes up yeah uh, I, I think at this stage the vikings have all but locked up the NFC North, uh, and uh, we might as well just say they've clinched the playoffs at this stage. Uh, they've only lost against the Eagles this season, uh, and who hasn't? And they've stacked up some pretty decent wins against some playoff contenders uh, last week included. Uh, the Commanders are not playoff contenders, so uh, it, it's kind of hard to believe that, that the Vikings won't have enough for Washington uh, either. So there are some bright spots in Washington to consider. The pass rush is returning to the form that we expected of them this season. They've had 21 sacks so far in 2022. But unfortunately, that just isn't translating into into stops. And uh, QBs can mostly have their way with the, the Washington defense. Probably what will happen on Sunday. And they'll make Kirk Cousins look good as he goes uh, back to his original team. I'm going Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings as well here. Yeah, I think it's a case of Washington Commanders are, 
um, since, well, the name changed from football team, from original name and whatever. Anyway, Jeff Bezos is in that conversation again of buying the commanders. Um, yes, a name change again, maybe, right? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Vikings have, yes, definitely uh, looked a case of um, okay-ish this season but have done enough to, like you said, lock up the NFC North. Um, just no competition, unfortunately, for them this time round. Um, and, and sure, set to go to the postseason for me anyway. Um, yeah, it's it's a funny old one. But yeah, Vikings definitely win this one. Yeah, another straightforward one in a uh, a week of mostly straightforward fixtures i think yeah I, I think we get to week nine for sure that we can almost we think we yeah, can anyway six, 60% of the time. <laughs> it's probably not true but uh yeah it's, we it absolutely we, it's any given sunday <laughs> we believe at this point that we know exactly who everybody is but uh no that's that's probably not Every season, Jess, for th- every season for three years almost. <laughs> I mean, I've done okay. I can't speak for you. Yeah, sh- you. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, the next game up sees the Carolina Panthers taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And as soon as I find my Panthers button, there it is. I can give you the two minutes to get going. Here you go. Yeah, it's all these swish graphics that make the show look amazing. Anyway, uh, Bengals for me have been absolutely bang average and should be performing better considering what they did last year. Um, the offensive line pr- uh, provides absolutely no protection. Well, you know, if I want to be kind, very little protection for Joey Burrow. Mm. Um Panthers have found a absolute diamond in the rough. Uh, PJ Walker, what a guy! What a quarterback! Uh, who who'd have known? Uh, we saw him come out of um, an absolute unknown, I guess, a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, what a what a genuinely genuine hope for the Panthers. Uh, Panthers have got to win this one for me. I don't think even in this case. It could be even considered an upset. Oh, I definitely think it's an upset. You know, the Super Bowl runners up last year, uh, going down to a team that were what four and four and thirteen for something stupid like that last yeah, year, and, and are not doing very well last few weeks accepted. So I do think it is an upset. That does not stop me going for the Panthers in this situation as well, though, um, and and it's because of that offensive line that. The Bengals just still have not fixed after all these years. I've I was streaming defenses in fantasy football at the beginning of this year because it was guaranteed points from Burrow getting sacked every single week. That kind of stopped for a few weeks, and so I stopped too. So why on earth did Joey Burrow get sacked five times on Monday night? It could just be that the Browns have his number. He's 0-4 against them, which is pitiful. But uh, yeah, XFL's favourite son, PJ Walker. I believe in him and his ability to uh, get the Panthers the win. 
He didn't come out of nowhere as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I saw him in the XFL and said he was going to be big, but uh, yes. once again, yeah, I, no, I, I, nobody I, listened. Well, I, I think in fairness, we, we, we were big on, on PJ uh, coming out of the XFL. Uh, it feels like an age ago, though. I think oh, yeah. that's our first season together. Yes. Um, and thank goodness it's coming back uh, next year in the spring. So, yeah, it'd be nice to see. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't want it. to uh, talk about it too much at this stage because uh, we'll we'll get to that once the NFL season is over for sure. Absolutely. But, uh, the, Absolutely. the XFL introduced their, their teams this week. Yeah, including three teams in uh, in Texas, which is in, <laughs> it's uh, where all the money is. <laughs> it's interesting. Apparently. It's interesting. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's a Texas league, right? <laughs> but as soon as the uh, the NFL season is done with, the XFL season kicks off in late February. So we will will definitely start to preview that uh, probably throughout yes. the NFL playoffs and and things when we've got a bit less to talk about with the NFL and. Absolutely. Throw in the USFL as well. It's going to be uh, a lot of spring league fun for this show, I think. Absolutely, yeah, a lot to talk about. However, these two next teams have got something to say, right? It's Las Vegas Raiders. It still sounds weird to me. Uh, Travelling all the way to Jacksonville, in Florida, that is, uh, to play the Jaguars. Let's put two minutes up. Yeah, yeah. So the the Jags are back from their home away from home, uh, in in good old Blighty, where they massively blew an opportunity to to pick up a home win against a very beatable Broncos team. Um, and the Raiders are, are back from their home away from home. Uh, and that's the L column. They are terrible this year. Head coach Josh McDaniels actually apologised for their poor performance in in New Orleans last week. Uh, it's the only team that cost me a bet. I was I believed in the the Raiders' ability to deal with the Saints, and uh, it it bit me in the butt. Um, the the formula to win for the Jags shouldn't be very difficult. Give Travis Etienne the ball and supplement mm-hmm. it with Trevor Lawrence doing Trevor Lawrence like stuff. Uh, hopefully they don't get in their own way like they did in in Wembley Stadium. I'm gonna go Jags. Yeah, it it was it was quite weird because the Raiders came out with a complete blank. Um, they lost twenty four to zip, right? Yeah. It was it was crazy. I mean, how can you not put up anything against? Well, I'll get to the Saints. Um, anyway, yes, that was zero points. Uh, Josh McDowell, it just needs to go back to the New England Patriots, in my opinion. Um, Jaguars were, for me, unfortunate at Wembley. Um, the one thing that stuck out like a sore thumb watching that game live on what is now ITV over here in the UK, which another thing that sounds weird, Um is the fact that the place wasn't full. Uh, does that speak volumes for the UK's belief in their home team, in the Jaguars, or is it just people not buying tickets? Anyway, unfortunate against the Broncos. This week, however, not unfortunate. Jags win. Was it low attended? It looked pretty full to me, and they it, they made a point of saying that it was the, the, the highest attended NFL game in yeah, the UK but- ever. 
but that place fits 90,000. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. It's 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 not great, is it? I mean, they could they could, you know, I I think uh, you know, and you you can speak for for somebody who's attended games IRL it, it is the fact of our ticket prices over here um inflated compared to games in the US they are inflated i don't think they're unreasonable though on the most part yeah. uh when ticketmaster get involved and do ticketmaster things and charge stupid yeah. money for certain things <laughs> i mean there is that but if you can avoid that and just keep putting tickets back until they give you something decent then it's not so bad yeah. um yeah. i think uh, the biggest problem for the nfl in the uk is the UK, and it's the infrastructure of the UK. It doesn't yes. matter where they play, getting to anywhere in the UK, unless you just drive there, or even if you drive there, because you can't park a car anywhere in the UK, there's no space. It, getting to places is impossible. There's nowhere to park when you go to Tottenham. I I think I booked parking yeah. in like a, a primary school car park that rent out their playground <laughs> on weekends for people That's to park great. their cars. And Wembley, God help even getting to Wembley, like, it, it, it's not built for anything, really, and that's just a, a sad state of affairs for our terrible country. So I think that would be the reason that things are are not being as well attended rather than, than yes. ticket sales, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and, and in a couple of weeks you get to give us your... Um, your German experience as well. Mm, so we'll see yeah. how that compares to the UK. Yes. Yeah. You've been to, um, I think you've been to all three of the UK stadiums, haven't you? I didn't For, do Twickenham. Right? You didn't do Twickenham. No, I wish yeah, I that's, did. That's just, a, that's just a different thing. But you've done Wembley, you've done Tottenham. Let's see what the Allianz in Munich does for you and, mm. and for the fans, the European fans and the UK fans like yourself going over to uh, to watch a game and see how how easy that is to access but yeah. you're not going to drive a car to the Allianz either no <laughs> no i am unfortunately probably going to be driving my car to the airport because there is a uh, a rail strike uh, there is on the there weekend is. so yes yeah, screw me right i can't have nice things anyway That's let's enough. move on uh and again i've i've accidentally segued segued myself into that i can't have nice things let's talk about the chicago yeah. bears uh and this week i've got to talk about the bears chances against the miami dolphins mm. yeah you start two minutes <laughs> i will start yes it's a battle of uh good young quarterbacks right uh with with a lot of future hopes riding on their shoulders, for sure. Uh, Bay, uh, the Chicago Bears came off a very impressive win against New England and then got pounded by the Cowboys, 49-29. to 29. Inconsistency stinks here, and that is an issue. Um, although the Bears have impressed me. Uh, Dolphins on that other side of the coin have also been equally impressive now with Tua back. Uh, it's very much back to business. Uh, very competitive AFC East, which is good to see, right? Uh, for me, in this case, Dolphins win. Yeah, and I I do feel like I've been watching 
eBay for the the past week because it's been going once, going twice, yep. gone. Every productive player out the door for the Chicago Bears uh, and not really getting particularly brilliant compensation in return. Better than we were getting under Ryan Pace, but but still. Uh, I know that the Bears are not a playoff-ready team yet, but still want to win games this season, right? You'd, you'd think. Um, we don't talk about Dallas. That That's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but I, I thoroughly expect uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa to have uh, a very good day against the Chicago Bears and what is now a depleted Bears pass rush after trades. Um, last week, Tua got 382 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, 139 QBR against Detroit. Uh, and I felt like he was just warming up. So it doesn't look promising for the Bears. I'm going to go Dolphins. But I, I hope to see some offensive magic from Justin Fields anyway. Just for my enjoyment. Hey, the the last time the Bears came up against an AFC East type team was um, you know, good good time out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We we did that against the Patriots. I I uh, <laughs> I, I don't think the Dolphins are the Patriots, though. Unfortunately, as much as I would love to no. say that uh, that we've got a chance, uh, I I dreamed that dream last week. And uh, I fell flat on my face, so no, no dreaming allowed. Uh, it won't ha- won't be happening again. <laughs> I got plenty of dreaming to do. It's November, and it's a different sport. Anyway, we move on. That was the last of our six p.m. games. Um, now we're on to my favourite time of the day. It's the nine p.m. ish games. I don't think you can call it that this week. There's only two games, so. Uh... We'll 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 specify the times of each game. Thank you very much. We 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 will we will absolutely specifications coming up. Nine o five p.m. UK time, four o five p.m. Eastern. Seattle travel to uh, Arizona, right? That's right. Seahawks at Cardinals. Let's put two minutes up. Yeah, this is a a tasty little division rivalry, and against all explanation the seahawks are the top of the division so uh just like everyone expected at the beginning of the year um i will once again bask in my own smugness as i like to do and point out that i believed in geno smith and that he now leads the nfl in pass completion with an incredible 72.7 percent uh and he's got a stellar touchdown to interception ratio of 13 to 3 this year beautiful geno smith for MVP. Um, both of the passing defences on this team, are, on, on each team, are ungood, I think, to uh, to reuse the phrase from earlier. Uh, the Cardinals are 26th in the league. The Seahawks are a slightly better 15th in the league, but they do allow some big plays. Shootout? Should we should we just have a, a good old shootout? I would I would enjoy it. Um, prior to beating the Giants last week, I would have gone Cardinals, but now I am all in Seahawks. Yeah, I think Seahawks right now are hard to look past. Um, apparently, the Broncos wanted to trade Russell Wilson for Geno Smith last week, <laughs> but uh, that was some sort of you know 
guys and some sort of meme going around the internet. Anyway, yeah, that just had been funny. Anyway, Seahawks are safe. Um, Cardinals, 34-26 loss last week. Seahawks, 27-13 win versus the New York Giants, which, hey, that's a good victory for them. Yep. Uh, considering they lost their star quarterback. Um, anyway, Gino can certainly control this game for sure and just stay atop of that NFC West. Uh, where have they come from all of a sudden? Uh, anyway, yes, Seahawks win. Yeah, you start to wonder if Russell Wilson was the problem all along, uh, or at least, you know, in the last year yeah. or two years. And... Uh, they did do well under Geno Smith last year when Russ was out injured. So they did, they did. Yes, the signs it's, it's were not all like there. He's a new name. He's certainly not a new name to that team. No, no, he's been there. For, he's been there a very long time, in fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, on to the second and final of the uh, nine p.m. ish. Go on, let's get it in anyway. Games <laughs> uh, at nine twenty-five UK time, four twenty-five Eastern. It will be the Los Angeles Rams. At the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oof. Two minutes on the clock. It's it's the defending champs versus the dethroned champs, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last, like last two hey, years, Super yeah, Bowl last champs. Two winners. Uh, yes, the, the Buccaneers are certainly on a downward spiral. And back to mediocrity, right? As per what they were before. Brady et al. in that era. Um, Rams need to pick up some consistency and prove that they are the champs, not for much longer, and that they have some sort of future and could build a future. Uh, Tom Brady is, for me, on a retirement tour. I feel this is just a year too late, and for everything he's gone through, he's had a rough time in the media especially the celebrity media recently. Uh, where does he pick up? Can he pick up? I do not think so. LA Rams to win this one. Yeah, you almost wonder if if perhaps it's time to, to make that phone call to his, his, his buddy down in, in Florida and uh, guess get some Gronk on. Maybe that's the only thing that, mm. that can turn the Bucks around at this point. Um, but yeah, this is a battle of two teams that are largely disappointing in 2022. Um, I think the difference in this game is going to be the Rams' defense uh, stopping the struggling Bucks' offense. Uh, the Rams' defense have, have kind of been consistent throughout. It's the offense that are struggling for the defending champs. Um, but that said... Now that the kind of injury scare to Cooper Cup is out of the way, Stafford will hopefully move into use it or lose it mode and make the most of what he has. I'm going to go Rams. Wouldn't be surprised to see the Bucks win. Largely, this this one's a toss up. Yes. Yeah. Interesting watch there. Uh, yes, that was. No, I'll be watching the uh, the Seahawks <laughs> and the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, they're, I get they're, it. They're only only twenty minutes apart, right? It's like less, well, around a quarter of a game. Anyway, uh, yes, that was the um, disappointing two games at nine pm ish. Um, anyway, 
I will not take a shot this week. Maybe coming up to Christmas we'll do it. Anyway, Sunday Night Football is next up. It's um, silly late time. Uh, it's like after midnight or something. One twenty a.m. Uh, there we are. It's one twenty a.m. Should know by uh, now. <laughs> should do by now. Anyway, it's the Tennessee Titans traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's put two minutes up. Yeah, in recent years, this has been a good game. We've seen this in in the playoffs even, uh, and largely that's been because of the presence and dominance of Derrick Henry uh, on what has been historically a very weak Chiefs defense. Not so this year. The Kansas City rush defense is seventh in the league, uh, and Derrick Henry has had some king-like weeks, uh, last week included, but he's also been shown that he is human after all in, in other times. There's big question marks around uh, Ryan Tannehill, and the, the debut of M- Malik Willis last week didn't go 100% according to plan against the Colts. Uh, he was sacked three times, fine, but then let's consider he only attempted 13 passes, which means that he was sacked nearly 25% of the time he was on the field. That ain't good, especially for a guy in his first game. Uh, it, it just isn't going to come together for the Titans. I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, and I guess for me, um, Kermit the Frog, I mean, Patrick Mahomes will have to boss this game, and surely it's an easy game for them. Um Titans will really have to step up and stop him if they fancy getting anything here. However, interesting, five and two is the record of both teams here. Um How? for me the Titans are the yeah, the Titans are the weaker of the five and two teams currently in the league. Um yeah, seventeen ten win versus the Texans doesn't give any hope for me uh absolutely no confidence however confidence lies with the chiefs 44 to 23 winners versus the 49ers last time out yeah it's it's, a, it's an odd one but chiefs are gonna win this one yeah i mean you you mentioned that it that it's a fairly straightforward and that the chiefs should boss it said the same thing about their playoff game uh, I don't think it was last year, I think it was the year before and uh, year that, before. that really did not go very well for the Chiefs So No, it certainly didn't Any given Sunday didn't. I think it was the Super Bowl, wasn't it, against the Buccaneers uh, Well, yeah that's another example of another example games you're supposed well, to win yeah. fairly handedly yes. and uh, you've actually got to go and do the thing you can't just rest on yeah. your laurels <laughs> Now uh, Monday night interesting one to finish off it's the Baltimore Ravens and the New Orleans Saints I think the the Monday Night Football have put together quite a good schedule of games this year, Uh, they've had a few down years uh, but some very good games on Monday night this shouldn't be any exception two minutes to talk about it, let us go yeah so Monday Night Football has become what Thursday Night Football used to be and they're kind of mixing it up a little bit for me. Anyway, Saints are are bad, and the Ravens are better. Um, Lamar Jackson uh, has got 15 touchdowns, which sees him fourth best in the league, 1,635 yards passing, leaves him in 
20th overall at quarterback in the league. Mm. Uh, so room to improve. Um, Ravens have the chance here really to cement the place at the top of the AFC North. Uh, it'll be a good game. I'm pretty sure it'll be a good game inside the Superdome down in New Orleans. Um, yeah, for me, I guess it's not even a flip of a coin. Ravens win. Yeah, I, I don't think it, it's quite as straightforward as you are pointing out, and I don't think the Saints are quite as bad as you're suggesting either. Um, both of these teams really like to lean on their running games. That much is true. Uh, the, the Ravens had now a two-headed monster of Kenyon Drake and Gus Edwards, uh, who gashed the Bucks for around seven yards a carry last week between them. Very nice too. Um, it's less of a monster on the other side of the ball, uh, more like a, a trick shot, a two-headed trick shot. Is that a thing? Um, Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill. Uh, I think they will look to get things done on the ground. Uh, 6.1 yards per carry for Hill last week against the Raiders. Uh, and Kamara had rushing and receiving touchdowns. So, uh, yeah, it, it is a bit more of a toss-up for me, but uh, it's going to be a fight, and I think that the Ravens have a little bit more consistency. So I'm going to go Ravens as well. Yeah, I think if you're a, a, a fantasy owner of a certain Saints player in Michael Thomas, is um, don't start the guy because he's not going to be available the rest of the year. I have dropped him. <laughs> and that was before he wasn't available for the rest of the year. I'm like, no, he's, I, need, I need players. Like, I've got George Kittle on a bye this week. I've got Darren Waller probably not playing, but I'm not going to drop him and he stays on my bench. So I've got to add a third tight end to my team. Sorry, Michael Thomas, you've got to go. And I've actually picked up, because he's listed as a tight end, Taysom Hill. So we'll, we'll see see how that goes. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Trust yeah. the NFL to, to, to list him as a tight end. <laughs> well, he's not a quarterback. You know, I've been saying that for the, ever. So I'm glad to see him listed yeah. as something else. But yeah, what do you list him as? Just not a quarterback is not a, a position, is it? So, yeah. Yeah, Who knows? yeah, yeah. Anyway, Absolutely. I digress, as we often do, do on this show. But uh, it's time to end the digression and close things out, as we like to do with You Bet. It's the segment in which we place a question out into the world, usually with a yes or no answer, uh, and we, we bet on it, and it adds to our prediction score every week. So my bet this week comes from the Jags-Raiders game. The question is, will both teams combine to score more than 25 points in the game? So when you add up the two scores at the end of the game, Will it be more than 25 points? What do you think? Well, well the Raiders lost 24 to zip, um, and the Jags can... Yeah, yeah absolutely, yes. <laughs> you think no the Jags will do there. it on their own? 
<laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, so no, they'll be definitely over twenty five on that game. I think. Okay, fair I enough. I think the raid, the raiders with well, I don't, I don't know why Derek Carr didn't get firing. Anyway, scratch the head. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. See, you kind of talked yourself into the opposite, and I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no because Oof. the the raiders are not getting things going, uh, and. Even if they're not scoring zero points as they did last week, I'm not sure they've topped 15 points the entire season. The Jags' defense are really good, so that's not going to help. The Raiders' defense are okay, and the Jags' offense can be largely inept at times. So, yeah, I I think they're going to struggle to to top 25 points. So I'm going to go no. Mm-hmm. See, I talked you into the opposite, didn't I? I mean, I was going that way anyway, but it, it, it pleases me <laughs> that uh, that you talked me into what I was already thinking, Absolutely. I guess. Absolutely. Good, yeah. good talker. That's why I'm here, right? Mm. Anyway, uh, my bet comes from the Ravens at Saints game. Um, and my question is, will Lamar Jackson throw four touchdowns and rush for over 70 yards? So to be clear, this is four or over. He doesn't have to stop at four, four or right? Four or over, yes. Yeah. yeah, he can't stop at four. Yeah. I don't know why I clarified because uh, I don't think he's going to do it anyway. I'm going to go no. He will rush over 70 yards. I think that is right about his average, actually. I think he's in that 60 to 70 yards a game rushing average this year. Rushing a lot less than he used to and staying in the pocket. But I'm, I don't see him throwing four touchdowns two or three sure um but the the running game is too good and the saints rush defense is too bad for lamar jackson yeah. to need to score too much through the air have i just talked you into it <laughs> <laughs> we won't call it you bet we'll just call it have you talked me into it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from now on uh yeah i i think i think um yeah averaging around that in in rushing um but yeah i think four four is too much uh t- throwing wise for him um yeah so i'm gonna go no as well fair enough yeah i mean i i, I pretty thoroughly covered that point it didn't really leave you much much scope to to say anything absolutely else really not. so absolutely not yeah yeah fair enough so there we go. That is our show. That is week nine fully previewed and ready to go on Sunday. We're already a little bit into it as well with, with Thursday, uh, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Uh, back next week to preview week 10, uh, and we'll be previewing that uh, that lovely game in Munich that I will be attending. So uh, we will. We will. Look forward will. to that Looking... one. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the NFL expanding um out from from uk uh into europe as well so yeah it'd be good to have a a proper game and not just uh you know doing bits and pieces in uh, in mainland europe yeah yeah exciting things ahead so i'm looking forward to talking yeah. about it i uh, hope you're looking forward to hearing about it do come back and join us next week until then i've been jess it's goodbye from me say goodbye matt Bye, Matt.